0: Hi. Welcome to the Fringe Following. Today is November 12th, 2020. My name is Ronnie. Thanks for tuning in today. We're going to be talking about um, just what's going on. It's changing minute by minute with the election. And I'm yes. sure our listeners are feeling like us, very confused. Mm-hmm. Lots of misinformation, lots of double speak, lots of conflicting stories. Um, and we'll be Touching up on that today and what we, what little we do know, and some of more of what we do know.
1: (laughs) Hi, Michelle. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah, we're going to try to make a path out of this clusterfuck here, I, for lack of a better term. Uh, we're going to try to make a way out of the darkness because right now there is a lot of information flying back and forth. There's a lot of people that are posting under fake accounts and those are getting picked up by real people not realizing that they're fake accounts. Um, and we get a lot of our information, of course, in social media. And right now it's We're trying our best to give you, the listener, the real information, the real deal, what we've gleaned and can verify at least by a couple of sources, but, you know, and we will do our best this time too. Um, But it's, it's hard right now. It's really, really hard.
0: Really hard right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So just to start out real quick, I, for example, okay. uh, Mm -hmm. I believe it was the New York Times that published uh, Melania Trump was trying to talk president into conceding which is totally false and absolute lie Uh, melania trump came out and said that was not true Mm -hmm. um that's just one that's just off the top of my head i remember reading that two days ago and said you got to be kidding me so we're we're having this huge uh, misinformation warfare and it's absolutely coming to a complete head
1: yes on twitter or you go to youtube it will say that the claims, the claims for election fraud have been, has been disputed. And then when you use the word claim, that in and of itself lends itself that it's a claim. It, it's either true or it's false, but it's a claim. It's still mysterious. So to say that the claim has been refuted to me is double Almost like a double negative, the claim has been refuted. The claim is a claim. So, of course, it hasn't been proven yet. And so there's no need to say that it's been refuted. But yet social media is really trying to frame this narrative along with mainstream media that biden has won and trump is just a sad poor loser and he can't get over it and that uh, there is no election fraud that all elections you know they've never been proven to be fraudulent and there's great safeguards in place it'll literally say this you know whenever there's a a post uh, talking about trump still being a winner and it's absolutely ridiculous literally shaping this narrative and you know if you say it enough maybe it'll come true I I, I don't know I, I I don't know but legally he Biden is not president yet that we continue to hear from mainstream media that he is
0: right and yeah. uh, so much so that uh, breaking 911 had reported yesterday mm-hmm. that Joe Biden spoke to South Korean president about North Korea North Korean nuclear issue in a 14 minute phone call both agreed wow. to meet shortly after inauguration. I mean, wait a second, pump the brakes. What are you doing? Right. What is he He's doing? shaping Why policy? Doing that. Yeah. He shouldn't be doing mm-hmm. that. He's talking no. to foreign leaders right now. He's not even we're, we're in the middle of counting ballots. We're in the middle of legal battles in these in these battleground states. I mean, we're we're neck deep in fraudulent claims. Hold on a second. Right. Um, they're trying to do, and I said in the last podcast, this is a, so, a soft coup d'etat, mm-hmm. um, and I believe that there is, and we're definitely going through a different kind of revolutionary war.
1: We were discussing just earlier today and yesterday about the Secretary of Defense. Well, he's put, into, he's put in some badass players
0: um, okay. back in the mix here. One is uh, this was published in Defense One on the 10th of November, just a couple of days ago. Okay. Um, so one of them is um, Trump installs Senate rejected retired general as Pentagon policy chief, Anthony Tata. He moves up one grade level with some limits attached, it says. Um, It says, President Trump's deeply controversial nominee to become the top policy official at the Pentagon, rejected by the Senate over the summer, will assume the duties of the post following the resignation of former acting policy chief James Anderson earlier on Tuesday. Uh, effective immediately, and while the position of the Deputy Under Secretary of Defense for Policy is vacant, and there is no Acting Deputy Under Secretary of Defense for Policy, Mr. Anthony Tata, Senior Advisory to the Secretary of Defense, is delegated the authority of the Secretary of Defense for Policy and is directed to perform the duties of the Under Secretary of Defense for Policy. Acting defense secretary Christopher Miller wrote in a November 10th memo obtained by defense one. Tata had been serving as the official performing duties of deputy deputy undersecretary of defense for policy, effectively acting under secretary Anderson's number two, because Tata has not been officially named as an acting official. He will legally be legally limited in what he can do in the role it's not clear that Tata's previous service qualifies him to become acting defense undersecretary under the 1998 federal vacancies reform act although some legal legal scholars said so but the maneuver nevertheless allows Trump to slide a key loyalist into a deeply influential Pentagon office now i'm going to bring up an old tweet that i found that aunt tata had tweeted out this was a couple years ago this kind of shows how badass he is okay Uh, so john brennan back in 2018 he had uh tweeted underneath trump's or he was replying to trump's one of trump's tweets so here's here's our president may 20th Mm -hmm. 2018. I hereby demand, Trump tweeted out, and will do so officially tomorrow, that the Department of Justice look into whether or not the FBI DOJ infiltrated or surveyed the Trump campaign for political purposes, and if any such demands or requests were made by people within the Obama administration. So John Brennan says, Senator McConnell and Speaker Ryan, If Mr. Trump continues along this disastrous path, he will bear major responsibility for the harm done to our democracy. You do a great disservice to our nation and the Republican Party if you continue to enable Mr. Trump's self-serving actions. Now, here's what Anthony Tata tweeted out. Might be a good time to pick your poison. Firing squad, public hanging, life sentence as a prison bitch, or just suck on your pistol your call. Hashtag. Treason, Sedition, Crossfire, Hurricane, Obamagate. Oh, wow. That just kind of gives you an insight to what a badass this guy is. Yeah. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. He also put into play um, Ezra Cohen Watnick. Now, Ezra Cohen Watnick is the current acting under Secretary of Defense for Intelligence. Now, what I've learned about this guy, this guy is supposedly uh, a, a very powerful guy. And okay. terrorists supposedly are very scared of this guy, worldwide. Okay. This is what was put on a board. Now, I, again, I don't. I'm not going to say this is true or not. I'm just going to read this, and we'll have to make up our minds later. Yeah, Ezra Cohen Watnick is known for annihilating terrorist cells. It's been said his name makes world leaders sweat and terrorists brown their pants. <laughs> he isn't to be fucked with. He is the fucker. In case nobody quite understated ECW, I'll say a quick story shared around about him. He was tasked with destroying a terrorist cell. It's in the news. I can't tell you which geopolitical. I can't tell you which for geopolitical reasons it says here, but it was recent. He had three weeks and a six-figure budget. He destroyed them in, in three days on twenty grand, ahead of schedule and under budget. He now holds the position on the particulars of. Fucking dry the ones who wish to do him harm against the U.S. and her allies. Now, okay, this was taken from one of the boards, you know, from 4chan, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's true or not. But it's just kind of like if that is true, he's kind of some tough people in place here in play. Mm -hmm. This doesn't seem like somebody who's going to just leave right away. I think he's putting his moves in place. This is my opinion, purely my opinion.
1: well, i I agree with that opinion because i I'm not understanding what or why you would do this. Now, some of these people resigned whatever were they they were asked. Whether you know who knows how that went down, so you had to replace them, but why all these heavy duty players, right? Uh, you know, um, because he wanted to give them last minute kudos because they, they have supported some of these players, have supported Trump through the r- Russian collusion, were, were players with that and helping him, and was against that, like, well. If he was doing that as a reward to them for, for two months, I mean, you know, because yeah. as sure as shit, when Biden comes in, he's going to get rid of them, you right. know? And That's so, what I'm saying. Yeah.
0: So, so to me, and I know there was, an, and I, I don't know the name and I'm sorry, I could probably find it later, but there was another person he put in play too, who deals with a regular warfare. Um, oh, again. Hosh, Hosh Patel? It could be him. Yes. Yeah. He's another player. Uh-huh. Yeah. It, it, that it has been recently brought in. Yeah.
1: He has recently been brought in uh, mm-hmm. with the DOD. Yep.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. So if you look at this, and I know we're not, you know, we're not experts, and we're we're only just like everyone else trying to put it all together. Mm-hmm. But my gut instinct says something's going to happen. Um, something's happening.
1: Right. What that is, I don't know. Now we've had some hand recount,
0: Georgia. Michigan state senators are requesting they're requesting a full audit, which is actually better mm-hmm. uh, than the the just the counting. They're just going to completely audit. I honestly think they should audit all fifty states, which is why I said in the last podcast, if you feel like you want to do your part, write a letter to the White House um, demanding an audit of all fifty states. But yes, Michigan is doing that currently. OK, uh, let's see. What what do we have on Pennsylvania? So today, One American News tweeted out a Pennsylvania judge rules late arriving ballots should not be counted toward the final vote tally, says Secretary of State in Pennsylvania did not have authority to extend the deadline for mail-in ballots. Good. Yeah, because I think as you recall, I think a couple of like uh, not too long before the election, they changed started changing some laws and they didn't have the
1: authority to do that. Right, Yes, I remember. And I heard that, um like in California, you could register the same day you're voting, which was to me kind of odd <laughs> yeah, yeah. and 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 I don't know if that's California law. and maybe that was already in place. i don't I don't know if they, but some of these other laws were changed way too quickly. And, yeah, um and we're finding you out and and it's going to court. So, this is right. a good thing. Donald J. Trump tweeted today Report Dominion deleted 2.7 million Trump votes nationwide. Data analysis finds 221,000 Pennsylvania votes switched from President Trump to Biden, 941,000 Trump votes deleted. States using Dominion voting systems switched 435,000 votes from Trump to Biden. So, and of course, Twitter puts underneath this claim about election fraud is disputed. Yes, it's a claim. Of course, it's being disputed. It's a freaking claim. But anyway, I'll I'll, I'll stop. But yeah, um, so this is huge. And we mentioned Dominion and Han- Hammer in one of our previous episodes. I, you know, I, I've mentioned his videos in the fa- past, and I watched a video today fr- from JP Sears, and he talked about how we could end up in a civil war. And he, of course, zeroed in on my passion and why this podcast exists. It's about the media and whoever controls the narrative controls the people. But that's only if the people allow themselves to believe the narrative. And that's the huge thing here. Be wary and question everything. We are having a heck of a time right now getting real information cuz there's so much noise out there. And we we're, we're with you. Sometimes it's just easier to flick on the TV and let someone who spent their all their day, probably 80 hours a week, get finding and giving you this news. But you have to remember it's biased. <laughs> even Fox is biased. You've got to do some of your own research. And sometimes it's hard, like today, separating the wheat from the chaff. It's really hard right now, but it is also always rewarding. The answers always come. Ronnie and I, we we this stuff all the time. The answers eventually form. Sometimes there are days like this where you're not getting anything, but eventually it all comes together. Sometimes there's just things that haven't broke yet that we don't know that's going to fit in the missing pieces. It takes time sometimes. and But I'd rather have that than letting someone else tell me what the news means and how I should interpret it and how I should feel about it. Freedom is worth all this effort. And we're here in this podcast to help you on that journey and also help with some of the separating wheat from chaff, because that's what we do all day long. So thank you again for your support. And just remember, we're a place where we're going to tell you to do your own research, check all your links, check our links, verify them, and make up your own mind. Because at the end of the day, that's what's going to stop a civil war. It's people making up their own minds and not listening to the mainstream narrative.
0: Trump did tweet out about Arizona. So they they've been doing the count and what he had said was well from 2 cuz Biden is in the lead there but uh he mm-hmm. had tweeted out from 200,000 votes to less than 10,000 votes. If we can audit the total votes cast, we can I- easily win Arizona also. So he's he's pushing for the audit of votes there. So Biden is ahead but but not by a whole lot. So, um, according to Trump, they could win that too. Now it's just a matter of, I believe, and I'm going to keep saying it over and over that I think even California and Washington and all of them should be audited, including Arizona and the battleground. Um, I guess maybe they don't want to, even though I'm pushing for that, I would, I'm an advocate for that. I probably, they probably won't do that, but, um, yeah, so that's the current, on that was posted three hours ago so that's the current on arizona now by the time this podcast goes up it might change dramatically again (laughs) Uh, yes
1: yes oh and trump finally got alaska i don't know if we've reported on that yet that yeah but everybody knew
0: that and why were they sitting on it for a week we all knew
1: even on election day that he would get it 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 i have no idea. And it was so funny to read some of the responses to the tweets about it. And someone was saying, that's because they did it legally and right. And they were making sure they did everything perfectly. And I'm like, no, a perfect election isn't where you take a fucking week to count the ballots or over a week. That is not good. That That is right. not what, what our goal is here. So no, that that's not why. I mean, I don't know. I, I thought they were... A, a real red state uh, who is their governor yeah they usually a, are usually
0: go red yeah. i don't remember Alaska ever going blue wow
1: yeah. and why it was such a long pause is is beyond me. I
0: have no idea i really don't know what's going on up there yeah. um, their governor's no.
1: republican I just googled that um mike Dun Dunlavy. so i don't i don't know, you know? yeah well, you got Carl
0: Rove out there today saying that um there was no election fraud. No, no election fraud. But then this mm-hmm. guy that tweeted out today um called his name is Alec, Alex Brosowitz. Uh mm-hmm. he's a CEO of X Strategies DC. He's advisor to conservative politicians, public figures, and organizations. So this is what this guy does. And he tweeted out he just met with top Bush-Gore litigation lawyers in D.C. Okay, so these are the lawyers that were in charge in 2000 uh, of that election and the Hanging Chad, Florida deal. And he says they are not MAGA types at all. They said that they respectfully disagree with Karl Rove's assessment of the situation and that they believe President Trump has multiple paths to victory. Wow. That's probably the best news I've seen all day.
1: Yeah, that's that's huge. And they're not even pro-Trump, but they're just saying there are many paths. That's amazing. I I actually watched Tucker Carlson today, a episode from two days ago. And at first I thought, uh oh, he's he's gonna go off the deep end and say we should all accept Biden. But no, actually I, I was surprised. He was very contrary to what the mainstream is trying to do. Um, you know it was showing Whoopi Goldberg saying that we just need to get over it and grow a pair for the Perry doesn't have. and it, it, it was good. It, it, it was good. Um, I think there are still allies on Fox. Um, I don't have Fox. I, I don't I don't have much cable TV actually, but I was on YouTube and it just flipped over to that when I was watching a different video. But it was it was interesting to see that there's still some support. And, you know, his biggest point was whether it's fraudulent or whether it's not, in order to maintain the integrity, when, you know, over 70%, I believe, of Republicans believe that the election was fraudulent, then it is... The right of the people to, you know, ask for verification of that integrity of the election, so that we maintain it for future. So we don't think that everything is fixed. And another thing he said that was fascinating, and I I didn't realize this, but that Biden has not called and supported called for and supported a recount, or he hasn't made any statements of any such. Well, yeah, big shock, right? But if the election was on the up and up, wouldn't he have done that? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, if he truly felt that he got those votes fairly, I would, if I was up for election, and there was some upheaval, and people thought there might be cheating, I would want to vindicate my party right? No, of course not. We didn't do that. You're crazy. Yeah, please get in there. Let's prove them right or wrong. And I'm just like, where the fuck has all the ethics gone in this whole country? Seriously, (laughs) it's like, nobody cares. It's orange man bad. And no matter what, we're just going to hate him. And we're going to say that he lost whether he actually did or not. If it was all done illegally, that's okay. You know, we, we can be just the same as another banana republic because, you know, we live our life by our feelings, not by our constitution. Anyway, to circle back, I, I thank Tucker Carlson for that. I know he's lost a lot of fans. Fox has lost a lot of fans, but at least a that episode. Yeah, you, it, you know what,
0: though? I'm going to remind our listeners that there's still some good guys. Um, yeah. And I said that last week, but I also forgot about Lou Dobbs. He's also, you know, he's also for for our country. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Maria Bartiromo is always up there on Sunday mornings and of course Tucker Carlson and we got Sean Hannity. We do have some good people at Fox. I mean, everybody's throwing them in the trash, not so fast. I mean, we really should at least give what people should do instead of just shutting down the channel is know when they come on and watch their shows, you know, um, yeah, give, give them the the viewership and then turn everything off when Chris Wallace comes (laughs) on or or whoever you hate and turn them off. That's fine. But let's not forget about
1: the good ones. Um, or YouTube them. That's what I'm doing. I mean, you know, that's, that's one way to, to keep it really on point there. You're, you know, pretty much YouTube them and you're going to just get them, you know? Um, for the most part. (laughs) Speaking of
0: Lou Dobbs, though, he had, um, you know, I can play a little clip about what he said. Um, This was about the, um, the Georgia, the bursted pipe situation there going on. And let's see here.
3: Details of the election rigging are beginning to emerge from all around the country. The issue is how much was rigged, how pervasive, uh, And what are we gonna do about it? Doubt is now being cast on reports of a burst pipe that uh, was uh, supposedly uh, uh, the reason that the vote was halted in Atlanta, Georgia on election night. The county stopped altogether because of that burst pipe. However, the only evidence related to the broken pipe at Atlanta's State Farm Arena is a text exchange between the senior vice president of facilities for the Atlanta Hawks, Jeffrey Stiles, and a Fulton County official. Stiles described the leak as a highly exaggerated slow leak that caused about an hour and a half delay. There are no invoices or work orders related to the burst pipe that has been released. Well, since that burst pipe incident, Joe Biden saw a rapid rise in his vote tally in Georgia. Some of that increase can be attributed in part to a multi-million dollar link between three Georgia counties and Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg. The metropolitan Atlanta counties of Cobb, Fulton, and Gwinnett received a combined $15.8 million from the Safe Elections Project and the Mark Zuckerberg Funded Center for Technology and Civic Life. Zuckerberg's money was used to buy polling location equipment to send out mail-in ballots and to promote early voting in those counties. I wonder why.
0: Yep. Wow. Yeah. Yep. And also we got George Papadopoulos tweeting out, FEC Chair Trade Trainer says, Based on the info gathered from PA and elsewhere in the country, this presidential election is illegitimate. Wow, not sure what that means. So I don't know what he where he wants to go with that. <laughs> what do you want to do? Just uh, you know, I'll, I'll run the country. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure what he. You know, it's like okay, it's illegitimate. Okay, then what? Now, what do you mean? Do we audit everybody? I, I just, I guess that's probably the next step, and that's what's currently starting to happen in some states.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And a video that I looked at and was interesting, well, first of all, Hillary Clinton told Joe Biden a long time ago, whatever you do, don't concede. And this video is based on that. And he said that actually, you know, he doesn't want to give her credit, but she knows the law. I'm sure she does. (laughs) Um, She's had to deal with it a lot on several different levels. But If a president doesn't concede, and this has happened twice before, I don't have the specifics. The video is going to be too long to play. I will try to post it, but I got to tell you, these videos are getting taken down like the speed of light, even though they're just history lessons and they really aren't even partisan. They are going down and all they are is sharing the truth of our constitution, which blows my mind that that would be censored. You know, it's not saying, oh, Biden's horrible, blah, 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 blah. No, none of that. Or he didn't win, whatever. It just tells you what the options are. And basically, if a president doesn't concede, and this has happened twice before, um, no, the military doesn't come in and oust him out. What actually happens is that the vote ends up, well, he doesn't concede. Let's say we go through this whole court thing. Court does not rule in Trump's favor, whatever that looks like. President still doesn't concede. Okay, At that point, what happens is the House of Representatives votes for the president. And of course, we all freak out at that because we know that the House of Representatives is Democratic majority. However, and this video explicitly goes through that, and I I don't have the statute in front of me. I will try to find it to post, but if you can see this video, it's by a man named Steve Vaughn. It's very good. Anyhow, each state only gets one vote. It's not per representative. It's one vote per state. And as of now, 37 states are Republican. President Trump could still win if he doesn't concede.
0: Okay, that's good news.
1: It's excellent news. Mm -hmm. And that is our constitution. I'll be sure to back that up. But I highly recommend that you look into that because these are things that the press doesn't tell you and nobody tells you and nobody knows. And we've all learned it one, probably in high school, and we all forgot it, right? And we never thought of its relevance because we weren't even voting back then. (laughs) And I also heard that the, the Senate actually picks the vice president. It it could even be a case where Biden is chosen for president and then the Senate chooses Donald Trump as the vice president. (laughs) Yes, that could actually really happen. And in fact, if you ever watch House of Cards, that that did happen, I think, in one of the scenarios. So it it is an actual scenario that could play out. It it, never has. Let's see. Joe
0: Biden selected Ronald Klain as his chief of staff. Okay, so he's already lining up his people. Okay. So Robert Klein. So there was this Vox chart or article that got published on July fourteenth, twenty fourteen, and they did a poll. Vox did, and and they did a poll on the elections, in which they said sixty eight percent of Americans think elections are rigged. Ronald Klein, underneath that, tweets out in response to that, "That's because they are."
1: Ah. <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> and that's 2014 and Obama was still in office. So what does that tell you?
1: Yeah. Not <laughs> it's good. Like,
0: you know, these dumb people, they're so stupid. You know, they tweet stuff out thinking everybody's going to forget. Mm-hmm. And then in the future, they get elected into something or placed in a position. And guess what? There goes everybody starting to look into their their tweet history or their <laughs> their Facebook post history or whatever, and they dig this stuff up and they say, "Look,
2: look what we, look what we
0: found." And I'm like, "You've got to be kidding me, these dummies!" You know, you'd think that guy would have went back and just deleted all of his tweets. It's like, oh, you know what? Joe Biden is tapping me for chief of staff. You know what? I better go back. <laughs>
1: Well, this wasn't a tweet of his, right? This was a comment on another tweet. It was a comment, right? So That's probably about it. Yes, yeah, I, I would. Martin, I and I'd clean up my whole Facebook page, but I'd forget yeah. about all the comments I made on everyone else's. Somebody page. must have just really been
0: looking into things, you know, because they kept that and they found it and they screenshot it and they, you know, or actually they didn't screenshot it. I screenshot it. Um, internet
1: is forever, as they say. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> be careful what you put out there. It will
0: come back <laughs> on you. <laughs> Especially if you're going to be, you know, in government or some public, you know, status somewhere or in some public position. Yeah, you might want to, uh-huh. like, just delete your account. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So here we are. Biden's not conceding. Trump's not conceding. Everyone is mad at Trump because he hasn't conceded yet. The election is still contested in several states. Um, I I did appreciate a lot of uh, election boards from many uh, decision boards have they've scaled back those electoral votes. I, I've seen that on a more than one station. Epic Times even has Trump leading neither of them are at 270. And Trump is leading, I think 234 or something like that. So it that's good to see. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't I don't know what the AP I'm having a hard time finding what the AP press every time I Google them. I, I can't seem to find what they're putting up for theirs. Maybe they took it down because- I don't know. I wow. don't trust them either. You know? Oh, I don't trust um, them.
0: Oh, God. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah.
1: no, not after Tuesday. Tuesday, uh, election Tuesday. Yeah. No, I, I lost all my trust in them. They were awful. Absolutely awful. And they still are. I mean, they are the ones that called it, right? Mm-hmm. They did. And if we end up in civil war from a bunch of people that are so butthurt because they got their hopes up and they believe this to be the truth because nobody is telling them differently right now, I'm going to put them at the top of the list of people to blame. Interesting clip to play from John Boyd.
0: And those of you who don't know who John Boyd is, he's an actor. He's a father of Angelina Jolie. Mm -hmm. Um, He's always been a conservative. He's always been a Trump supporter. But he did put out a tweet yesterday, a video Uh, That I'm going to play and it's very intense. It's very powerful and it's kind of scary. Uh, so brace yourselves
2: My fellow Americans I stand here with all that feel as I do disgusted with this lie that Biden has been chosen As if we all don't know the truth and when one tries to deceive we know that one can't get away with it, there will be a price to pay. The ones who are jumping for joy now are jumping toward the horror they will be in for, because I know that the promises being made from the left to the American people will never come to be. My friends of all colors, races, and religions, this is now our greatest fight since the Civil War. The battle of righteousness versus Satan. Yes, Satan, because these leftists are evil, corrupt, and they want to tear down this nation. We must not allow this. We must fight this corruption that has taken over and fight for the good that seems lost. Let us give our trust to God and fight now for Trump's victory because we all know this ballot count is corruption like they are. So let us not back down. Let us fight this fight as if it is our last fight on earth. As Muhammad Ali said, it's not over till the last punch you have. God bless.
0: Wow. I know. And I, I watched that and I said, oh, my God, <laughs> we're going to war.
2: <laughs> well,
1: he's an actor, so he can definitely present his case with the full dramatic effect. But you're right. And we would have this current incorrect narrative to blame that Biden won and then it, ooh, we take it back. Then all it does is make Trump look like a thief. And they, they're they not going to understand. The press is going to frame it as such. And yeah, it's going to get everyone so angry. Not to mention that inciting riot is actually against the law and illegal. However, none of that's really getting prosecuted right now. So it's kind of a blank check. And the press has formed this narrative and this story. So even if we do win, we lose.
0: But I think I'd rather go through that temporarily than to go, like I said last time, Than to go through long term, very dark times ahead. Um, Turning the government into complete, you know, socialistic society is basically what it would turn into. And this is what I'm afraid of because we can see it, we can see it coming.
1: To decide that, you know, anyone over 75 doesn't really need a flu shot or health care because it's it's a waste of our resources. They've lived a full life. Give it to the younger people. Yep. Because there's only so many resources. There's a limited amount in a socialistic country and it, it must all go around. I'm not saying that I would prefer him to win just so we don't have civil war. No, I'm not saying that at all. But I'm also saying we can't enter this blindly thinking that they're just going to roll over and be happy if... Trump is declared indeed the winner.
0: Well, let's just keep the faith. I'm going to, you know, try to just follow what Trump is saying and try to, uh, it's hard, you know, Mm -hmm. it's it's because I think as a society, since I was a little girl, we were probably always lied to. How far back in history that goes, I can't answer that. Lied, Lied to
1: how, what do you mean?
0: Well, you know, lied, the media, the politicians, Mm -hmm. they have been lying to us. You know this since the Clintons, at least now before that, I don't know, you know, Mm -hmm. but we know the Clintons did. We know they've been doing corrupt things since the nineties. We don't know anything else as a society is what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? Like this is what my attitude before 2016 was, what's the point? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. They're all the same. Right. And now now we have something to actually fight for since the Revolutionary War of 1776. Right. Now we have something to fight for. Mm -hmm. And as a society, we don't know what to do. So what do you do? Well, pray. Mm -hmm. Call your senator. Demand an audit Mm -hmm. of of the state you're in. Protest if you feel safe doing so. Mm -hmm. Send a letter to the White House. And also there is a... I wish I could attend this in Washington, D.C. this weekend. There is a, a million mega march going on mm-hmm. uh, in support of Trump in D.C. this this weekend. And I wish I could go. I can't. I've got work. But um, if I could, I would. So if you are close to the D.C. area or you can get away and book a last-minute ticket, please do so. Tickets are cheap
1: right now. <laughs> yeah, for sure, especially with the uh, coming shutdowns again. Right, speaking of which, there are a lot of shutdowns. Uh Nevada just got a 2-week shutdown, I believe. Chicago just again, um I guess their state became had the most deaths of the uh week, and so they have been shut down as well. Stay stay at home order. So, yeah, that is huge. And and here's the thing. I was was thinking that maybe if Biden won, they might cool it on the COVID rhetoric because part of that was to make Trump look bad. But it looks like actually they want to increase the COVID rhetoric because it will keep us at home. It'll keep us reliant on the media. It'll keep us shut down and not interacting with other people. And unless you're (laughs) <laughs> kind of riot, of course, because that that that's acceptable. If That's um, acceptable.
0: And mm-hmm. it's acceptable if your president elect Biden, if you think they won, they could be out there partying yep. in
1: the streets and sharing wine was, bottles. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody is shutting them down. Nobody's shutting them down. That's okay. You know, and we've learned that we've been conditioned to that. And if you think we're kidding, we're not because really that is what the press has allowed and conditioned us to feel. But other than that, we need to stay home. We need to cancel Thanksgiving because and our Thanksgiving plans because, you know, <laughs> that that is not essential. It looks like it's just going to get worse because if this truly is about power and control, that is one way to, to keep the power and control in line is making us stay home. But we don't want this to be a downer that all is lost. We are still, this is the hard part and it's the hard part of what Ronnie and I do is that Right now, we don't have any definitive direction. We don't know things are coming at us so fast, as we explained at the beginning of this episode. Right now, we're just not sure, but we are keeping the faith. And we do believe Trump will triumph. We do believe that he will most likely win all of these election fraudulent claims, they will be proven in his favor that these recounts and audits will go his way. If it goes to the Supreme Court, that it will go in his way as well, that things will be proven beyond a reasonable doubt that there was indeed fraud large enough to allow Biden to be president when he shouldn't have been. So we do believe that. Just right now, when we're not seeing a lot of proof in front of us, we're having to keep the faith. We do believe with all these changes that we're seeing Trump make with his cabinet and DOD, we believe that those two are an indicative that there is something that's coming that we don't know because why Trump does not make a move he makes all of his moves strategically. He does not make arbitrary moves. And to put these high-powered people into some of these positions with the Department of Defense, he wouldn't do that arbitrarily. What, for, you know, like we said before, for two months? No, there's something else going on. We're just not seeing the full picture. And all we can do is wait and wait until the next news cycles in and see what happens. No, I'm trying to keep the faith. You know, emotions have changed
0: since election night. You know, I I, I lost sleep last night when I saw that he could lose Arizona, I, my heart sank. Oh, it's been a, it's been a roller coaster ride, but I am trying to keep strong. I try not to collapse under the, you know, the pressure of the conflicting information that's coming out. One of the uh people that I follow on YouTube, her name's Tori, says that's a good channel to check out. She worked in intelligence circles. What she's saying is just listen to your president listen to what he's saying.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Choose your news sources that you trust, but obviously that's not CNN or Fox or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, she says, turn those off and, and just pray and, and keep the faith and write a letter and, and do what you have to do to, to get through this.
1: Yes. Yes. Do what you have to do write your letters. Um, we talked about a letter to the White House. We talked about it in one of our previous episodes. We also have a link to that on our Facebook page linked to episode number 37. It is a letter you can click on. It's from Tory's Twitter account, but you can print it out or you can handwrite it and send it. And it gives the address there of where the White House is and to address it to Donald J. Trump. So these are what we can do during the wait. Is just wait. Continue our support. Get on the phone w- with our representatives, our senators. Make our make our views known. Make our preferences known. No, we are the news now. The people are the
0: news, and we are the voice now. Yes. Um, and so we have to take over that report. What we feel is is true, and what the people want. Mm-hmm. Remember, they're supposed to work for us.
1: Yes. And they're not working for 70 plus million of us right now. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And take note, take note the next time you want to learn what's going on. You know, these people don't have your best interests. And this has proven that if nothing else has these incidences this past week, week and a half have definitely proven that. And it's sad, but it's the truth. And it's something Ronnie and I have known for months, maybe even years. They're not to be trusted do your own research. We appreciate you listening. Please drop us a line. Let us know what you think. Please rate us on your favorite podcast platform, and we will catch you on the next news cycle. Thank you. Bye-bye.